Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. everybody and welcome to today's podcast. Well this morning as I was scrolling through Facebook I was pleasantly surprised to find that I seem to be getting far more inspirational memes and interesting articles rather than the usual jokes and alcohol related um, rubbish that I was getting before. So it seems that the Facebook fairies have figured out what I do really want to look at which is good. And one of the memes the inspirational memes that dropped into my timeline was five things to quit doing which would improve our lives considerably. Uh, five things apart from drinking, that is. So I thought it'd be interesting to run through these five things uh, and see how they relate to our sobriety. So the first thing that we should quit doing is trying to please everybody. And this is particularly relevant when we're trying to uh, quit drinking because one of the blocks that we put in front of ourselves is the fact that everybody else is going to be unhappy because we're no longer drinking. And this is a block that we usually we build in our own minds, uh, really to try and stop ourselves from moving forward. And basically, when we deconstruct it and we have a look at it, we can realize that it's actually the wine witch which is whispering this to us. So if we are trying to please our significant other uh, by continuing drinking, uh, this seems to be a very illogical thing to do. We very often just assume what everybody else is drinking and especially when it comes to our spouses and and significant others, we, we, we often just uh, assume that we know what's going on in their minds and react to that rather than actually checking out the reality. For example, uh, my husband was just hugely relieved that I wasn't asking him to do anything when I told him that I was quitting drinking. He was very, very supportive as long as it meant that he didn't actually have to make any effort, which I wasn't asking him to do. And my All my fear around the fact that my drinking, you know, would or quitting drinking would be a big deal for him and he would be upset about this was completely unfounded. And I think that if you check with your partners or or the people who are closest to you, um, this won't be an issue for them. It's just one that you've constructed in your own mind. And the way to get rid of that block is to basically check. Uh, The other fear that we have is that we won't please our friends and again you need to check with the people who are closest to you you're you'll probably find that your close friends are hugely relieved that you're giving up drinking i know that mine were they had tried to broach the subject with me i had refused to listen or i had refused to get myself into situations where they could talk to me about it and when i finally told people that i was quitting they were very happy for me The only people who weren't were my drinking buddies. Uh, And the displeasure came in 
in lots of different forms. Um, irritation, anger, shock, surprise, uh, passive aggressive behavior like turning up with um, with bottles of wine at my house even though I told them that I was quitting. Uh, and these are the people that you absolutely do not have to please. They will either deal with their own stuff, they will either figure out that the intense irritation and anger that they have towards you is really their own baggage and their fear about their own drinking, um, or they will just drift away and, no, and find somebody else to drink with. So that's one thing that you should definitely quit is trying to please everyone around you. The second thing that you should stop uh, worrying about is you should stop fearing change. We all like things to be stable. We all like guaranteed outcomes. We all like to be certain about things. But the only guaranteed thing in life is that life will change. Change is the only guarantee that we have. Nothing's going to stay the same. Tomorrow is going to be very different from today. Even though we try and inject routine because that's how we make order of things, that's how we make sense of things, the only, uh, the only logical thing that we could expect is that nothing is ever, ever going to stay the same. So fearing change, fearing this guaranteed outcome is really not logical. Now, all we, it's very unsettling at first. What we should do is just, is just open up to the possibility that change will be good. And when we're quitting drinking, we, we do fear um, change in our relationships, how it affects those, uh, change in our personality, uh, you know, changes in our life, how that will rock the boat, that kind of things. But if we can um, quit being frightened of change and just open ourselves up for the possibility that change will be good, then um, stopping drinking becomes a lot easier. The third thing that we should quit is living in the past. This is a really dumb thing to do because you can't change the past. Now, I have woken up in the middle of the night absolutely cringing about some of my behavior when I was drinking. And drunken Jackie used to visit on a regular basis, usually around about three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, and unfortunately, as much as I would love to get in a time machine and go right back sort of 10 years ago and quit drinking right then and become a much nicer person, actually everything that has happened over the last little while seems to have happened for a reason. Um, even though I regret some of my bad behavior when I was drinking, um, the path that I took uh, led me to my husband. Um, it led me to quitting drinking right now. It led me to uh, meeting people in, you know, the, the sober cyberverse, which I never would have met. So al although there's lots of things that I'd like to go back and fix, so there's lots of times I'd like to go back and put my hand over my mouth or, you know, take my foot out of my mouth, it is not possible. And we should learn from the past, I believe, but not live in the past. The fourth thing we should quit doing is... is putting ourselves down and we all do this on a daily basis and if you um, just think 
for a minute. Um, well, just examine your thoughts on a daily basis. And if you can figure out how many times you think negative thoughts about yourself, it really is remarkable. Uh, even small things like, oh my God, my hair looks dreadful today. Or oh, it looks like I've got a zit coming on my chin. I mean, we are constantly examining ourselves under a tiny microscope, whether it's our appearance, whether it's our achievements, whether it's um, what we're doing, what the possible outcome is. Most of the time, we are thinking negative thoughts about ourselves. And I have no idea why this is. I don't know whether it's just drummed into our psyche when we are children that we should, you know, be humble and, and you know, not be proud of ourselves and, and, you know, not blow our own trumpet and all of these kind of things which you are told uh, when you're a kid, especially if you're a girl, uh, or you think that you might come across as being arrogant if you are, you know, confident of yourself. Wherever this comes from, putting yourself down on a constant basis is not good and it certainly doesn't help when it comes to sobriety because we often think oh well you know i was never good at any i was never good at diets they only lasted for two days last time i uh you know made a new year's resolution it didn't last until the 15th you know i was i quit it by the 15th of january well make this your resolution quit putting yourself down have nice thoughts about yourself treat yourself as you would treat your best friend the last thing we should stop doing, and this is, is particularly for women because we do this the whole time, is overthinking. We overthink everything. Everything from what we are going to wear in the morning to what we're going to have for dinner to how we are going to ask for a pay rise to um, what we're going to chat with to our girlfriends Everything we overthink, we go through the conversations in our head, we weigh up and down the possibilities of what if we say this, what if we say that, and it is really exhausting. If we could stop thinking so much and just start doing, our lives would be so much happier. And just to illustrate this point, um, and I, I don't, I'm pretty sure if I've talked about this before, but there's an old joke about um, a, a lady who who starts writing on a diary and she she writes this entry dear diary i'm really worried about um, the relationship with my boyfriend today he seemed really quiet he didn't seem to want to talk to me at all and it didn't matter what i did he just just grunted at me and seemed very far away and preoccupied i'm really worried that we might be drifting apart and the next day she writes oh my goodness it's getting worse he's not talking to me at all I'm pretty sure that he's seeing someone else and he just doesn't know how to tell me. And it goes on and on like this where, where she's trying to communicate with her boyfriend and she is um, blowing this up into this terrible situation where her boyfriend is bound to leave her. And then the joke cuts to the boyfriend's diary and it is, Dear diary, my motorcycle's broken down and I can't figure out why. Could it be the carburetor? And that's his only entry. And if, uh, if I have any men listening to this, I am not trying to say that you are simple creatures. I am just trying to say that uh, men tend to be uh, more straightforward and do things and not attach huge significance to every thought and word and deed. And women 
could really take heed and take a page out of their book. Because if we would stop going over and over and rethinking every tiny little decision that we make every day, then uh, we and just did something, just a small thing, then we'd be a whole lot happier. So those are five things that you need to quit apart from drinking. That, of course, is the sixth thing, which you should, of course, make the number one thing. So that's all from me for today, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.